Welcome to the latest episode of Shanlin on Batman. I am your host, Justin Shanlin. But before we get into the next episode with our special guest, Bill Ramey, uh, sad note uh, for this week. Uh, two. Two sad notes, yeah. Mm. And I'm even sad talking about it and bringing it up because I know what this, uh, this man, this person has done for so many people. What he's done for the sick children community alone in our country is like just amazing. If you have been able to check out Legends of the Night with Brett Culp directed by Brett Culp. Yeah. Directed by Brett Culp, sorry. <laughs> we know the story of Lenny Robinson. And this last week he was tragically taken away from us at such an early age. And I'm trying my best not to get choked up here about it because I do know the amazing work that he was doing and trying his best to make lives a little better for kids around the world especially in Baltimore and right. you know through other children's hospitals by dressing up as Batman and just you know trying to brighten the kids days and it was such a ho horrible thing to hear from Tom the other day that uh that he had passed away so tragically yeah um on a lighter note for that though um one of the one of the last children that Lenny actually interacted with as Batman, um, he promised him that he would come to a school and talk about bullying and stuff. And uh, honestly, I can't I, I don't remember where the other Batman is from at this at this moment. But uh, another another man that does the Batman thing, he actually showed up to uh, to that boy's school and gave a lecture about bullying and stuff. So when one Batman can't make it, another one fills his shoes. Right. Just like so in it's, it, the I mean, comics. Exactly. It's still... It's good to know that there's still people out there, but... I mean, we didn't know him personally or anything, but, I mean, just, just from the stories I've read and the people that I've... That people I've talked to that have actually met the man, like, he was just... They broke the mold after Lenny, and it's just right. terrible to hear about you it. You don't... You're not trending on Twitter or Facebook or a front page article on CNN.com. If you're or... just some schmo that's terrible to people. Right. Yeah, it, it, he was a, he was a just genuine, great, kind person, and that don't happen a lot anymore these days. Right, I remember his, like, he, he his claim to, like, fame was, oh, other than, like, being pulled over, but before that, he... <laughs> He ran a cleaning business and sold it off. And he's like, you look, I was obnoxious. And if you if you go to sleep at night... I can't, I can't remember exactly the quote, but he's like, if you go to sleep at night and you don't think you did a good day or had a, like did something good for people, then you start rethinking your life. It was something along those lines. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was something close to that. But um, Just like really heartbreaking. Kyle's over here trying his best not to cry. I'm shedding a tear right now. It's It's horrible. Like... All the things that he was doing and continually doing and all the charitable work, like, he didn't have to dress up like Batman. He didn't have to go to children's hospitals. He didn't have to. But he did. 
And there's a huge void for stuff like that. Like, someone who just takes out the time of their day to to visit sick kids is hard enough. Like, being a, I'm sure being a doctor for sick kids is hard enough. But for this person to just take time out of their... Just to put a smile... Time, on, personal funds... Right. And just... I mean, time alone is just huge. But definitely want to send our condolences to the friends and family of uh, Lenny Robinson. Just terrible. And... I guess to bring you more bad news, we had uh, we had Yvonne Craig, known as Batgirl, pass away um, from her two-year struggle with breast cancer. She was Batgirl in the the TV series, the Adam West TV series, for those of you that don't know. And, I mean, if you've watched any of the Adam West Batman from back then, obviously it was... Little, little campy and goofy, kind of. But I mean, she did a she did a good job at Batgirl, I'd say for sure. Well, certainly. So here's to you, Lenny Robinson and Yvonne Craig, for your work in the Bat World as being a symbol for good. Yeah, definitely. And with that being said, it's going to bring us to the main part of our episode. Enjoy. Stay tuned. Welcome to episode 42 of Shailen on Batman. Today we have our good friend Bill Ramey from BatmanOnFilm.com. Welcome to the show, Bill. Hey guys, I'm glad to be on. Uh, how are y'all doing? We're good, we're Excellent. good. Excellent. All right. So Tom's going to start us off with a question. So so uh, first off, I was wondering if you've uh, you've been keeping up on the New 52 and particularly issues uh, 40 through 43. And if you have, what are your thoughts on what's going on with that world right now? With with Batman, yeah, yes. with uh, oh Gordon yeah, I, I I read Batman, uh, the Scott Snyder written uh, monthly. I read Detective because I, I I am reviewing that again for Batman on film. Nice. Um, and then I'll I'll pick up some of the other Batman books occasionally. Um, I read the uh, the Batman Beyond when it started. I've been keeping up with it, but mainly my main read is probably Batman. Yeah, it's um. Look, Scott Snyder is a great writer. He's one of my, he may be one of my, well, he is, not maybe. He's one of my favorite Batman writers of all time. And uh, I've loved what he's done in the title. I think the the premise, um, you know, are we, we going to talk about what happens? Or are we? Yeah, that's fine. Go, yeah, for yeah, go for it. All right. Yeah. Well, you know, the whole thing with, with Bruce, quote unquote, dying and coming back without any memory of bat- being Batman. And it's kind of like, you know, the whole issue of um, what, what, what he would have been like had he not became Batman. Maybe not, if he hadn't had that trauma in his life as a child. That's interesting. I mean, and with Gordon, I mean, we, we've seen the, the whole someone else's Batman so many times. It's very gimmick, gimmicky to me. And we all know that Bruce, Batman. Um, I think the story's interesting. I think it's well, it's well written. Uh, I maybe would have liked to have seen it as uh, maybe an out of continuity um, miniseries or something. Okay. But you know, I, I, I think it's gimmicky, and it, but it, it's good. It's a good gimmick with the writing. But you know, I'd rather just read good Batman stories with Bruce Wayne as Batman and and stop worrying about all this the gimmicky stuff. I mean, we've seen this before. We've seen Nightfall. We've seen Dick Grayson as Batman on two different occasions. So. You know, it's just, it's kind of been there, done that, you know? That's very true. That's, yeah. a, that's a good uh, segue to Kyle's next question about Robin. Go for it, Kyle. Right, like, 
We're, we're celebrating a lot of 75th anniversaries this year, and one of those being Robin's anniversary. Mm-hmm. Like, what is your opinion on the character, and, like, do you have any particular favorite moments of Robin? Um, just my personal Batman um, sensibilities. I, I always like Batman without the sidekicks, even even Robin. I mean, I, I grew up in the set reading the comic books of the 70s where Batman was solo uh, m- way more times than not. Uh, you know, they sent Dick Grayson off to college in 1969, 1970, somewhere in there when they kind of went from the campy, silly stuff to back to the dark, serious Batman um, when they had an editor change. And so that's just what I grew up on. It was a solo Batman. Um, I guess, you know, but I do, I, I like the character. Um, I'm not a huge Robin fan per se, but I do like the character. I like, you know, as a kid, Dick Grayson was the Robin I knew. So I've always prefer that, that version of Robin over. And I, and I, you know, I, I do like him as Nightwing as well. Um, so, uh, Robin stories. I, I love Carrie Kelly as Robin in the Dark Knight Returns. Um, I'm not a huge fan of A Death in the Family with Jason Todd. I know it's some a lot of people consider it a classic, but me, it's I don't know it. You know, the whole Joker becoming an Iranian diplomat was kind of far fetched, <laughs> and even even for me, reading it back in the '80s. Um, um, but you know, nothing really, nothing really stands out. To me, is a like a classic Robin story um, that that I'm really a, attracted to. I've I've read tons of them, but yeah, I just um, nothing from like Dark Victory or the Robin's Reckoning uh, from yeah Dark Nancy's. Victory. I like a lot. Um, like I said, I just never was. I never gravitated toward Robin or Batman with Robin. So a lot of the stuff that my favorite Batman stories are Batman solo stories. But I do love the I, I like the Carrie Kelly stuff um, in the Dark Knight Returns. That, that's just kept off the top of my head. Um, there are the other seventy uh, fifth uh, anniversary that we're celebrating this mm-hmm. year is the Joker seventy fifth mm-hmm. anniversary. Do you have a favorite Joker story or a moment? Oh, yes, with the Joker, yeah, absolutely. Um, the, the comic books, because I, 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 I remember this as a kid reading this nineteen seventy three. Uh, the Joker's five-way revenge from from Batman 251 is probably maybe still my favorite Joker story of all time, uh, just because that was the first time I remember seeing the Joker in that manner. Uh, you know, the the homicidal, um, crazy, um, not you know not, not a you know kind of harmless goof of a character he had become. Because my first memory of the Joker was the 60s TV show with Cesar Romero, so to see him like that was really was really I just remember that to this day I was you know seven eight years old when I read that story um I love the Joker in the Dark Knight Returns I love um oh god I like Bat and if you've gone back the first Joker story Bat from Batman 250 or Batman number one uh 1940 uh is a great Joker story oh there's so many you know the Laughing Fish um Golly, I, I you know I like the stuff Scott Snyder did with the character when he cut you know the whole face cut off and the uh, yeah. mm-hmm. death of the family stuff. So yeah, there's a lot of Joker stuff that I love. And you know, of course, Heath Ledger is a Joker. I know it's not a comic book, but it was it certainly it's one of the great moments of, jo- of Joker's history is Heath Ledger's portrayal in, in the Dark Knight. Yeah. Um. So 
I think I know the answer to this because you kind of touched on it, but I mean, we've seen Cesar Romero, Jack Nicholson, Heath Ledger, all these jokers, and they've all done them their own special ways and brought mm-hmm. their own kind of feel to the character. Like what, what, what's your favorite mm-hmm. among the three? I'm going to guess Cesar Romero, but. That's my first memory of the Joker is that is Cesar Romero in the sixties um, TV series. But you know, if you're going to compare those three, it, and dark Knight. I mean, that was just a brilliant portrayal of the character. And, yeah. and it's, it's a classic, it's a classic, um, movie villain not classic comic book movie villain but just a classic villain of cinema period no matter what genre and um uh romero has a special place in my heart nicholson you know nicholson was if that was a little bit of nicholson being nicholson as the joker as opposed to kind of disappearing into the character like like heath did and you know i am looking forward to see what what jared leto does with, with the joker and suicide squad me too a lot awesome. Uh, the last kind of great segue to the next question. The last time you were on Shailen on Batman, you gave us mm-hmm. that amazing story about Heath Ledger from the eyes of Gary Oldman. Mm-hmm. It seems like Jared Leto is, you know, giving us a different Joker than mm-hmm. Heath, and we've been hearing that he's been taking the the role just as seriously, you know, mailing mm-hmm. rats to his uh, castmates. Have you been hearing kind of like the same thing that his his Joker is going to be? As good, if not better, than Heath Ledger, kind of like one upping. <sighs> I, you know, I just heard they're doing they're going to do something different with the Joker. It's still it's but it's still the Joker. Um, that 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 set's been on lockdown. Um, haven't heard. I really don't have any anything to offer insider insider wise. I might um, later if I get to go to the uh, press junket and, and whatnot when it when it happens next year. But yeah, no, I got nothing for Leto's Joker like I. That was just a great story with Oldman telling, talking about Heath Ledger in, in the Dark Knight. So I got, I've got nothing like that for you, unfortunately, and I apologize. But, no, that's good. You know, you know, but from what I've seen, it, it really looks, it looks, it, it looks like the guy is really in, engrossed in the role. And I, and I, you know, I know the there was some, you know, there was some negative feedback about the tattoos and the grill and all that stuff. But, you know, I, I, it, it's still the Joker to me. They just, it's just a little aesthetic, uh, a little bit different. They've done something different, maybe more. Um, and we talked about it on one of the on film podcasts. It's, it's kind of a punk ma- uh, mixed with hip hop type of vibe he's got going on. Yeah. And but, you know, when you see him, you think that's the Joker. So we'll, we'll see next year. What, ultimately what, what his, what his performance is like. That's strange. Cause I just said that I told Justin today, I was like, I seen a, picture of jared leto on on facebook when i was scrolling through earlier mm-hmm. and like i just instantly it was like oh it's the joker like it just mm-hmm. it was just instant it's he's the joker mm-hmm. in my mind already absolutely but it's 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 weird because jack nicholson made us forget about cesar romero keith mm-hmm. Ledger made us forget about nicholson. uh nicholson now i'm curious to see if leto will make us forget about the wonderful portrayal of heath ledger that's yet to be seen well, I think that you know some people easily forget the what became before the predecessors of whether it be Batman or the Joker or whatever. I know personally, I never, I never forgot about those other portrayals. Um, I think they they all are important moments in Batman history. So I'm hoping that um, once we see Leto, and there will be some to be, oh, it's the greatest Joker of all time, and Heath Ledger, blah blah blah. blah and, you know that's to be expected, but I think anybody with any perspective will will uh, even though even even if Leto is, is 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 his performance is better, it still doesn't take anything away from what Heath did. I don't think, he, I don't think we need yeah. to pick and choose 
what our favorites are and forget about what came before. Right. Now, with Leto's performance coming up soon in Suicide Squad, does mm-hmm. that make you a bit more excited for Suicide Squad, or are you very much excited for Batman versus Superman? You know, I was, I, I've always, I thought that Suicide Squad would make for a heck of a DC movie for a long time. I, I know talking to Mark Hughes, that's something we always had in common that I, I'd hope to, I thought it would be a perfect um, team up film. Um, even though it's a team made of a villains, but it's still a cool premise. You know, these villains who, who have to do good things, which goes against their grain and working for the government and so forth. So I was excited for the movie when, when I heard about it in the first place uh, with the Joker being in it. You know, it's it, to me, this is like, if there's the DCEU and the suicide squad is certainly in the Batman sector of that universe. Cause you know, I consider it almost a, a spinoff Batman film. You know, Batman is in the, in the movie and, you know, Harley Quinn and the Joker and Deadshot and Killer Croc, these are all Batman villains for the most part. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, it, that just made it even made, made me even more excited for Suicide Squad than I was before. Now, Affleck has is now directing mm-hmm. the solo Batman movie. Is there any, what would you like to see him as director tackle? Like, is there any particular stories you'd like to see his his uh, portrayal of a solo Batman movie, like tackle. Not really. I'm not a big. I'm not big into wanting um, straight up adaptations of of, of um, Batman stories or, or or particular comic books. I'm more of an inspired by type person, and so I don't think anything really um, comes to mind. Like I say, oh, I want to see Affleck do uh, the Long Halloween, or I want to see Affleck adapt. Um, the Dark Knight Returns. Now, clearly, this this version of Batman is very much inspired by The Dark Knight Returns. I mean, it's just aesthetically and the fact that he is in his mid-40s, not as old as The the Dark Knight Returns Batman, but close to it, um, a, a dead Robin, and, and so forth and so on. So I think we'll see some of that in, in, in his 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 film. You know, Affleck was, has been my choice to take over, take over for Nolan um, back before... Even, uh, you know, I, before I even knew for sure that Chris was only going to do three films, I said, I just like, I, I think Affleck is a great director. I thought his his um, sensibilities would, would mesh very well with Batman, especially if they continued uh, the Nolan, um, the Nolan um, um, continuity, which we know that ended with The Dark Knight Rises, but that's a different story. So, uh, you know, when, when he was cast, when they made that announcement, I said, they for, he will for sure direct the solo Batman movie. And we know that's going to happen. And I, I just can't wait to see what he does. I, I, I don't really care about any particular inspiration or adaption. I just want to see uh, what he comes up with um, as the director more so than Batman, actually. I mean, I know he's playing Batman as well, but it's just him as a director and writer. I, I'm looking forward to see what he does. Now, speaking of directors, even though this is not strictly Batman related, mm-hmm. uh, recently, it was. It came to light that George Miller was going mm-hmm. to be doing Man of Steel too. Do you have any thoughts yeah. about that? I think that would be a good get. I said that when I wrote the story um, about the rumor on Batman on film the other day. Um, you know, I wasn't. I've liked. You know, I like the old Mad Max films. I, I'm not a huge. I, mean, I wouldn't say I'm just like a huge George Miller fan, but I am a fan of what he's done. You know, I know it's completely different, but you know, Happy Feet was a great film. Uh, the, the recent Mad Max was, was awesome. I thought. Mm-hmm. So I think he's a very good um, fit for Man of Steel too. I, I, you know, we know Zack Snyder just didn't have time to do it. 
So I'm hoping it pans out. I think that would be good um, for not only for um, Superman, but, you know, I, I, I'm glad to know that 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 the character is get, going to get a proper sequel to, to The Man of Steel. Um, I thought, in fact, I wrote about the day in the mailbag. Someone asked me about it, uh, even though, you know, it's cool that Batman is in this film. So I get Batman on film sooner rather than later. I was kind of, you know, if I had had my brothers, I would rather have seen a proper sequel. And I think Batman, I think Superman fans kind of feel like they got the short end of the stick, you know, with Batman being put into this film and this and and what we've seen, it's very Batman heavy and so forth. And I understand why Warner Brothers is going that way. But, yeah, I think Miller is a good fit. I hope it comes to fruition and uh, looking forward to seeing what he and Henry Cavill do with with the character in in a without having to be part of a team up movie, whether, you know, whether Batman or Superman or the Justice League films. Over over lunch, uh, me and Mark Hughes talked about mm-hmm. Batman Forever and like what the legacy should be. And I I was I kind of said you know Batman Forever like give Batman Begins its due credit for its yeah. cinematic reboot. But if you look at it, Batman Forever is really mm-hmm. the first cinematic reboot of the character. Mm-hmm. You have a new director, you have a new cast, mm-hmm. you have a new crew. What should the legacy of Batman Forever be since it's been kind of unfairly lumped together with Batman and Robin? You know, um, I like Batman Forever. You know, um, before Begins, probably I would say that, you know, just for me personally, of those four films, the, the two Burton and the two Schumacher films, that one was kind of my favorite for, and and, may, and probably, and I'm not, you know, probably because it wasn't Batman, it was there was, if you were around then, and I was, you know, I was in my twenties when this happened. But the 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 negative reaction to Batman Returns, and I don't like everybody. I don't like Batman Returns. Right. And then the change in the just the change in tone and so forth with Forever. It that that movie was a huge hit. There there was no negative, um, you know, negative pushback or feedback or negativity over that film when it came out. And you're right. It's just it's in over time it's just lumped together with Batman and Robin. So, you know, I think it's, you, you are right. I think it's legacy is it's, it's not a true reboot in, 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 in turn, like begins. It was, you know, a reimagination with the same continuity, if that makes any sense. You know, there yeah, wasn't yeah. a different, a different actor playing Batman, but it's still in the continuity of the two Burton films, but it looks different. So, you know, it's, a, it's, it's a, I don't know. It, can there is there such thing as a hard soft re, reboot? You know, I, I don't know if that's a term to use, but I think it, it, that's its legacy. Um, would be that you know, and it really it it it, it kind of saved the Batman franchise at, at that particular time because there was a lot of there was a lot of issues or or um, doubts about uh, what were they going to do with with the, with the character on film after Batman Returns. So to me, yeah, it would be the fact that it is a soft reboot. And it kind of got got a franchise back on track uh, more than um, uh, for the first time that, that I that I really recall. Right, that movie was a huge hit. I remember McDonald's had these glass mm-hmm. cups. Yeah, yep. I had, they had four of them. And I remember yep. like that first. You had to go like that first day, and I was really young. Mm-hmm. I had been like seven or eight. Mom's like, "We have to go get these. If you mm-hmm. want these, Justin, we have to go now because." they're selling out everywhere and that's when i was like oh batman's back in like the big like a big bad way 
Yeah, I, I've got I've got two two of those cups today. <laughs> I got them put up somewhere. Nice. Um, yeah, it was it was a it, it was a you know that was a good experience. I remember that. I, that was the first time I went to a midnight screening for for a film. Uh, I don't I don't remember them doing that for the, the first two Batman movies, but for um, forever they did. Uh, you know, Kilmer was coming off Tombstone. Yeah, I thought he was a very good choice. For, for Batman, if they, you know, once Keaton decided to leave the project, um, you know, it gets, I think, yeah, it gets unfairly hammered. Is it as good as the, the Nolan films? No. Um, is it silly at times? Yes. Uh, is, but, you know, Jim, I thought Jim Carrey was great as the Riddler, yeah. a little bit over the top at times, but, you know, and, and um, Tommy Lee Jones is Two-Face. That's not a great depiction of the character no. or accurate portrayal, in my opinion, no. but, you know, um, it is what it is. I think it, it's if you look at it for what, in context of the time it came out and and the the, the success it 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 it, it was uh, viewed as by the studio by um, and by the audience. Um, you know, it's it, you look back and you think now that it was a piece of, that it, everybody hated it. It was you know Batman and Robin all over again, but that was not the case. So, you know, it's kind of just. Um, it's kind of like a, a forgotten movie, and it's also unfairly lumped in with with its sequel. Right. There's like some weird scenes, like like the Batmobile on like the side of the building. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, and you kind of saw that in Batman Begins, but it was done appropriately. Yeah. It's it's weird that you know it's 20 years later and it's still being unfairly lumped together with Batman it's and Robin. Funny because we did an episode. Not it was a while back now, but an earlier episode of Shanley Not Batman where. We were talking about some of our favorite portrayals as Batman. And when mm-hmm. it got to me, I was like, you know, I always really liked Val Kilmer as Batman. I yeah. thought he looked awesome. I thought he played yeah. a good Bruce Wayne. And like, that everybody good. just kind of looked at me and was like, what do you, wait a second. Yeah, <laughs> I guess you're right. It wasn't Yeah, bad. there's a lot, a lot of revisionist <laughs> history with that film. And you know, and the sad thing is, it, it could have been a really, really good film because there's, there's a good chunk of it cut out. The whole Red Diary stuff. And the editing um, was not what the original script, um, uh, ha- as written, that's not how the original script had it. You know, it opens up with Arkham Asylum and, uh, and, oh, and going into um, Two-Face's cell and the bat must die. And, and, mm-hmm. and they've kind of shuffled that all around. And then immediately you went into where, you know, the scene where Bruce is at when he enterprises and sees the bat signal. And, and they, they changed the editing and, and it, the shorten and tighten it up. Uh, Warner Brothers wanted it wanted it right at two hours or under, and so you know, of course, and then the Dark Knight films were all two plus hours. It's just yeah. it was a different time. So I think hopefully one day, and I, and I did my best this year. I, you know, I covered did a few things on um, Batman Forever for its 20th anniversary. So I'm hoping that as time goes by, and if I ever write, and I am, I'm gonna write. Of Batman, the history of Batman on, on film, not the site, but the history of Batman on film, that um, that film film will get its proper proper due. And make sure you check that stuff out on batmanonfilm.com. Yeah, for sure. Hey guys, where do you go for all your DC news? I go to the DC Extended Multiverse. What about you, Tom? I log on to Facebook and go to the DC Extended Multiverse, man. Yeah, the other day I found out that uh, Mark Hamill was going to reprise his role as the Joker in The Killing Joke, did you see that as well on the DC Extended Multiverse? I read that on the DC Extended Multiverse Facebook page. So, wow. where can I find them at? 
You can find them at www.facebook.com forward slash the DC Extended Multiverse. Yeah, Facebook is a place to go to check out all the latest news that's going on in the DC world. And DC Extended Multiverse is the place to check it out at. Definitely go hit like on the DC Extended Multiverse Facebook page. Our good friend Chris Olivier is always on top of his game over there, making sure that he brings you the latest and greatest DC news. And he interacts with you on Facebook as well. If you have a question, if you were were wondering when the next movie comes out, just hit him up. It's not like one of those crazy websites that's like, who is this run by? I never see anything else going on on this website. This guy goes out of his way to let you know what's going on. I think then go check him out now. You should. DC Extended Multiverse. The DC Extended Multiverse. The DC Extended Multiverse. The DC Extended Multiverse. So let's jump ahead. After Batman and Robin, you know, pretty much almost killed the franchise. And Mm -hmm. we talked about how you kind of started the site. Mm-hmm. With you know web TV and all that stuff, mm-hmm. so let's mm-hmm. let's mm-hmm. jump to 2003 with Chris Nolan is tapped to direct the film, and then you know Christian Bale's cast. Now, are you still nervous at this point when these film like Chris Nolan's not, at this point is not a veteran of filmmaking? He came no. out of Memento and Insomnia, but he's never directed like an epic action film with no. a character. So let's jump. To, let's talk about that. Well, when I heard Chris, you know, in the trades, that they had hired Chris to write and direct a Batman movie, I was like, okay, I'll believe it when I see it. Uh, I thought the choice was good. I had seen uh, both Memento and I mean, Memento got a lot of run, you know, for Oscar run back when it came out. And uh, I had seen uh, Insomnia. And I thought, you know, I was kind of like, it, it reminded me back. They did the same thing when they announced Darren Aronofsky was going to do year one. And after that fell through. So I was kind of like, okay, I'll see this when I, I'll believe it when I see it, if this actually pans out. But, you know, when it came out that, that Bell was hired, I was like, this is going to happen. And, you know, Bell had been a fan's favorite for in, during the early 2000s to play um, a young Batman. So I was just like, oh, this is finally going to happen. But yet I was still. Just, you know, holding my breath because just a few years earlier, they had green-lighted, you know, that first Batman versus Superman film. Batman Beyond Wolf, as well. That, that Wolfgang Peterson was going to direct. And that was a big, you know, big announcement. And that, that went in the turnaround and fell through real quick. So even with Bell, you know, on one hand, I was like, they're going to actually going to do this. But then on the other hand, I was like, well, I've seen this before. And so... You know, once, but right after Bell, you know, right after Bell was was announced as Batman, then things really started coming together, and you could see this this is really going to happen. So yeah, it was. I was glad. I was ecstatic. You know that, that Batman was finally going to come back, and that was the whole purpose of the website is to 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 to, to, to lobby for another Batman film after Batman and Robin. So when did you start having the the feeling that because you're lobbying, like you were gonna have mm-hmm. a very good serious take on the character of the Dark Knight? Was it after like that first trail, that first teaser? Was it like a that was like ninety like sixty seconds or ninety seconds or something? Or was it did you start hearing rumblings uh, through the studio and through different people like, oh, this actually might be really well well made? Or yeah, I started you know hearing. By two thousand and 
late 2003 and then they started filming in, in early 2004 yeah I, th I would say the second half of 2003 only into the latter part of the year i had started hearing like this is going to be really a really good take on batman and and also the script leaked i don't know if you guys remember that mm -hmm. the script leaked early i mean well real early like early 2004 and i'm still of the belief that it was leaked on purpose by the studio to because they knew you know, who's going to read it fans are going to read it yeah mm -hmm. the, the 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 majority of who would end up seeing the film wouldn't read it but i think they wanted to have they wanted people on the fans on board with this yeah, and that's fans. and that's why they re, i mean frankly that's why they reached out to me um and the website was they felt like i could be a um conduit to the to the to the fans and um you know um no, ended up, I became friends with a lot of those people. They said, well, this guy's only up and up. And I ran a respectful site. And they, you know, when they, once they met me, they liked me. So that's ended up having, I do to this day have a great relationship with the studio and a lot of the, you know, uh, the people who were behind the films. So, but I think originally it was like, let's, let's, let's reach out to this dude and try to get, get him in our good graces and, and, uh, get, generate some positive, um, word of mouth pops and positive vibes for this film. But I did read the script looking back. I wish I hadn't, but I just couldn't help myself. And I remember saying this is, this is an awesome script. This is the Batman movie I've been wanting to see. And ultimately begins is still my favorite. I know I, I, the dark Knight is a better film, I think. Um, but I, Batman begins is a better Batman film to me. It's just, it's, 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 and, and it means a lot to me personally. So I, I don't, I don't, discount the personal um affection i have for it because that it was kind of like it symbolized what what i was trying to do the, by starting batman on film website so what was it like seeing that movie for the first time and where were you with were you with family were you invited to the press junket or anything yeah the first time i saw it i went to the press junket in out in los angeles and i saw it on a thursday night um, out at the, what is, I don't know what they call it now. The, it, it used to, it's, it was Grauman's and man's Chinese theater, what, you know, whatever that, where they cement the hands and all that in the footprints. Mm -hmm. oh, okay, yeah. It was there. Um, and that's the first time I saw it. I stood up and clapped at the end. I know it was a bunch of press people watching it, but I was still like, and I hadn't really learned to be a member of the press yet to be, to be honest with you in 19 and 2005. Um, uh, all that was new to me. I stood up and clapped. I was like, and I, you know what? I wasn't the only one. Um, just the whole that, you know, when it starts and the, and the, and the bats are flying across the screen and then, then they form into the, the, uh, the Batman logo for that, for those films. And just, you know, it's just, I, I love that film. I want, I, 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 and it's, you know, it's very much not dated. I mean, you can watch it and it's been 10 years, Yeah. but it's, it's, you pop it in your Blu-ray and watch it. It's not. It's not a dated film. It's. It's just kind of timeless, um, and uh, you know, it, it. It may be the best comic book superhero origin story on film ever, and that even throws in Superman the movie from 1978, mm -hmm. which Nolan was trying to do that for Batman, like Dick Donner had did for Superman. Uh, back then so yeah I, I was just it blew me away you know I was just very happy that they finally 
Batman was on the big screen again, and it was this film that was so so damn good. Right, and I remember like I saw that first still of the Tumblr. I was like, I mm-hmm. don't know, because I yes. was like, it, like yeah. I was one of those people. Like I don't know. I just saw Batman and Robin, and all of a sudden I see this big tank with these huge wheels. Uh-huh. I don't know how it's gonna how it's gonna work, you know, in this you know in this film. But I remember yeah. like just wait. I remember reading on your site, just wait for it. Just yeah, I remember people saying, um, "Where are the fins at? Where's the bat logos and all this?" You know. But you got it. It was people weren't. I don't. You know, they weren't. They were. They were expecting what they wanted to expect, and this was different. You know, mm-hmm. but it was still very much Batman. So yeah, it's. It was. Uh, and hell, now everybody loves the Tumblr. You know. Yeah, I remember. Like I remember seeing it for the first time, and like half the theater was empty, and I saw mm-hmm. it like two days later. It, like like word of mouth spread. Like it was really good, yeah. and the entire theater was full. And that was the first time I took my father, who does not like science fiction movies at all, doesn't mm-hmm. like Star Wars, doesn't like Lord of the Rings, isn't a big fan of Batman. He's like, that was a really well-made movie, mm-hmm. and I really like this character now. So like that's why I always have like a special place in my heart for that film, because I have that connection with my father because of that. Yeah, and that's you're, you're right. I mean, that's it, it, it didn't open like gangbusters. And, you know, Batman and Robin was still a... Um, uh, a, a bad taste in a lot of people's moviegoers' mouth. You know, you know the Batman fans were going to go regardless, but just the, pe- the the majority of the audience was like another Batman film. Really, I mean that Batman and Robin sucked and blah blah blah. And it was uh, it, it it had legs. You you look back, I remember tracking it because it didn't open big. I was like, oh shit, you know, this is it's not going to make enough money for a sequel. But it just continued to 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 perform steady and perform well because of word of mouth. I remember telling people about it. Yeah, go see that movie. You know, it's you really like it. And they come back, oh, I wish I'm glad I went and saw it. I thought it was going to be like those other films, but it wasn't. And then it was huge on home video. And that's, you know, that's really what uh, cemented the fact that, that, that it was going to get a sequel. And I'm sure Warner Brothers are glad they made that decision because The Dark Knight is one of the you know, biggest comic book films of all time and made them a whole lot of money. All right, so we've been talking about Batman Begins and everything. What is you said it's your favorite out of the out of the mm-hmm. run? What's your favorite scene out of that movie? Oh, uh, the dock scene. Nice. I love the, the first appearance of of, of Batman. Yep. <laughs> it's awesome, you yep. know. And I know there's a lot, and of course you nitpick. There's nitpickers will say, "Well, you really couldn't see him fight," and blah blah blah. Well, you know, I think the brilliance of that and the brilliance of the brilliance of Nolan there is that he was showing. Batman from the point of view of of a villain, yeah, of, of the guy's ass he's he's kicking. Exactly. You, know, you know what I mean? You're not gonna see him. He comes out of nowhere. He beats yeah. your ass, and you're tied up. Like, yeah, <laughs> exactly. The whole thing, and the guy screams, <laughs> "Where you know? Where are you?" And he's upside down here. Yeah, and it was just I, I love that scene. There's so many scenes. I love the ending. You know, with the Joker card, and yeah. uh, never told you thank you. You never have to, and he flies off, and, and then it's Batman begins, and that. And that Hans Zimmer theme starts. I mean, I, I almost get teared up thinking about it sometimes. It was just such awesome uh, moments, just vision moments, and you know, of Batman. But yeah, the doc scene is my is my favorite of, of Batman Begins. And and there's stuff in that, and I love in that film, the Bruce Wayne stuff mm-hmm. is is favorites of mine too. You know, um, when he comes back. And he's on the plane with Alfred after the seven, eight years he's gone. And he tells him the reason why he's 
he needs to find a symbol, something everlasting, uh, something elemental. You know, it's the whole put together of, of the process of him becoming Batman was, was awesome. You know, it's just, yeah. I, I, hell, I'm going to go watch it when we're done sometime <laughs> tonight. I got to do some stuff after this, but I think I'm going to pop it in and watch some of it at least this afternoon at some point. Well, I love how they kind of, treated the villains as well like it was clearly batman's show like this is a mm-hmm. movie about bruce wayne and batman mm-hmm. yeah. but the ways that they you know like ducard was treated and mm-hmm. ultimately turned into rachel ghoul and the way mm-hmm. i really love that interpretation of scarecrow as well mm-hmm. as someone who was like facilitating with rachel ghoul like i thought that was mm-hmm. cool. well made like I, I i picked up like the end of the script so i knew like he turned into ducard turned into rachel mm-hmm. ghoul but like even when you're watching it in the you know, still this day, like that's still like that when he turns, like that's one of my favorite scenes is when yeah. he's given that huge monologue at Wayne Manor, like, you no, know, you've you've been here for how long? You still haven't been able to fix things, like we're yeah. back to finish the job that we started back when you know, with your father. So Yeah. And it's yeah. I, that's one of my regrets is, you know, for both the Dark Knight and for Rises, I was pretty spoiler free and I and I got to see those movies as Chris intended for us to see them. I wish I hadn't read that script. Um, you know, maybe I would have found out that Ducard was, was, uh, Rachel Gould. I don't know, but I, I wish that I could have been like a non Batman fan person who saw that and had no idea. Cause that's a great, you know, when he turns and he knows he's, you know, um, he's, he figures out that's the real Ra's al Ghul. That's just a great moment. And it's, and it's still, even though you know it's coming, like I did, it's still a great scene to watch. Right. Oh, yeah. Because it start, it's, he's like, you're not Rachel Gould. And it's that, that bald yeah. guy who has like the classic costume. Yeah. You're not yeah. And then, yes. and then yeah. he turns around and he's like, and he gives that amazing, it's still one of my favorite like villain speeches of anything, like Darth Vader, the Joker, mm-hmm. like how Liam Neeson was able to portray that yeah. character it's, still. Yeah, it's Ra's al Ghul Immortal. You know, yeah. I just, it's, yeah, it's great think that's it for questions what do you what do you work or is there anything you're excited for for the fall are you excited for the frank miller stuff coming up yeah um yes <laughs> i guess i'll say it pretty i'll say it with a yes i am i you know i love the dark knight returns a lot so much didn't like the sequel hopefully this is a way to i would hope they just can ignore that whole uh the dark knight strikes again and just pick up where the dark Knight return uh returns left off but maybe this is a way um to to rectify some of that stuff you know i know that um you know brian azarello is probably doing most of the writing um and i'm a big fan of his i know frank is doing um is also co-writer but i i think he's more of an ideas guy and, and them getting his blessing more than anything so yeah i'm looking forward to that um I'm looking forward to, you know, the, the hype of Batman versus Superman, which should kick up probably in November um, and December. There's another trailer that's going to be dropped, and I would ex- <laughs> suspect it would be coming around with that new Star Wars film. Yeah. And then, you know, by January, it's really going to kick in hard because the film is going to only going to be, you know, um, two or three, you know, less than three months out once we have the first of the year. So it's not like this is a summer or July release where there'll be a slow buildup after January one, this will be like full steam ahead coming in. Um, yeah, 
Yes. And then right after that, you know, I'm, I know I'm jumping ahead almost a, almost a year, but then we'll have the Suicide Squad to, stuff to look forward to uh, movie-wise. But, yeah, I mean, anything anything Batman. I know there's some animated stuff coming out. Yeah, like The Killing Joke. You know, Halloween and, and some other things that are coming out. It's just, you know, this is like a good time to be a Batman fan, you know? Definitely. You've got, the, you've got the older Barton Schulacher films. You had the release of the 60s TV series. You, you've got the Dark Knight trilogy. Um, you, now you've got this new incarnation with uh, Batman that's with, with Ben Affleck as, as Bruce Wayne. So it's it's completely different world of Batman fandom than it was when I was, when I was a kid and even when I was um, – you know, a young adult. I mean, it's, you know, I, I hate to say this, but there was a time when it wasn't cool to be a Batman <laughs> fan, you know, when I was growing up, it kind of hit it. I had to, I had to hide it, you know, but now, you know, you can walking around, I'm almost 50 years old, man. I'm wearing Batman stuff and no one blinks an eye. You do that. You do that 20, 20, 25 years ago. You look like, you look like an asshole or douchebag. <laughs> so. And I wear it proudly and no one blinks an eye. Hell yeah. I have one last question. Do you prefer, because back before Batman Begins, like Batman was kind of like, mm-hmm. ooh, like the redheaded stepchild. Do you prefer how he is now, like how everyone loves him? Or do you prefer like being the beating the Batman on film drum? Like, let's get a serious take on it. You know, that was a fun time. <laughs> that was a fun time. Um, looking back, the, you know, I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but what what Batman on film did back in the early 2000s, going up to Batman Begins, that will never be duplicated again. Not even by me. I'll never be able to do that again. No one can do that. It was that was a unique um, thing that happened that was just organic, and I'm very proud of it. And um, it was fun. It was really fun, and I miss that. I miss those days. Uh, I'm not going to lie that, um, you know, being really being part of something that was, we didn't know for sure how it would turn out. And then it turned out great and being proud of, it. even though I didn't write the damn script, I didn't, I didn't direct any scenes. I wasn't in the movie. So, but I, I feel so much a part of that Batman Begins experience that, um, you know, it's just such a good memory. So, yeah. And, you know, right now I'm just, I'm just proud how cool Batman is and how popular Batman is. I love the whole 70, you know, he got a bunch of the character got a lot of run for his 75th anniversary and, um, and deservingly so. And, um, and, and I'm proud that, you know, he is, I think, I think the, I say he, like he's a living human being, but you know, I, he's he to me, but Batman is, 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 I think it's inarguable that he is the most popular comic book character amongst the mainstream audience, maybe ever, now, certainly right now. And and I think that's part of the reason why he is in Batman versus Superman. I think that's the reason why he is um, going to be the center of this new DC uh, extended universe, as they call it. And, um, I mean, the animation and the, I mean, it just it, the toys and it's all, you know I, know, I know it's making Warner Brothers money, but, and I know none of us Batman fans get a dime of it. We do get, we get the satisfaction of seeing 
how how beloved this character has become, you know? Absolutely. Yeah, that's for sure. So where can we find uh, Bill Ramey online? Twitter, Facebook? Well, uh, I'm on Twitter, at Batman on Film. Um, the Facebook fan page is just facebook.com slash jet.batmanonfilm. And then, of course, the main, the main place you want to go is uh, Batman on Film proper, batman-on-film.com. And yes. I'll still be... Uh, um, Covering Batman versus Superman, good stuff coming for. I, I promise you, I know, I know what, what I got coming for Batman versus Superman. I can't say much now, and then Suicide Squad as well, and just you know, just covering Batman in general. Awesome, thank you Excellent. so much for episode forty-two of Shanlin uh, on Batman. I'm Justin Shanlin, Tom Harper, Kyle Davis. Thank you, sir. Thanks so much for coming on the show, Bill. It's always a pleasure. Absolutely. Let's, hey, let's do it again when we get closer to the film. We, I want to talk. We'll, we'll, all, we'll all geek out over it together. Heck yeah, awesome. we're down. Oh, for sure, for sure. Y'all have a good one, man. Appreciate yeah. it. Yep. Thank, Have you. thank you. I